Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, guys. Welcome back. This is Believe in Rams. I'm Jake Allenbogen. He is Cameron Lynch, and I'm not feeling well. I, it, I'm going to put <laughs> this game. out there. This is the Michael Jordan flu game, but I'm calling it the J.E. flu game. Hey. This one. Because or the Jalen Hurts flu game. <laughs> the, the Jalen Hurts flu game. Uh, Even though he but, didn't play too well last. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, man. Does the flu like impact like your decision making? Because, man, I don't know what he was doing throwing that, that ball downfield. Now, they got away with the PI. They did. But yeah. I don't know what they're doing throwing that ball down the field. I just, yeah. I, I don't even know. Yeah, that Eagles matchup. That matchup was quite interesting last night, Jake. And we're getting to the end of the season. And, you know, it's do or die at this point. And, of course, the Eagles, they're set. They got, you know, they're, they're fine when it comes to the NFC. Everyone else, like the Rams, <laughs> we got to win now. It's really important. Uh, the Seahawks got a big win last night. And so, Jake, I was thinking – the Seahawks with that major win last night, that I feel like that could put the Rams in a little bit of jeopardy if we don't win out. So fingers crossed there, brother. I feel as though, like, I feel like they're in a really good position. The Rams are yeah. um, even still. And the reason I can't stress enough, I've been saying this, they're week 15. I mean, you play in the NFL. You've yeah. been around the block with the, oh, this, this team has to win. This team has to tie. This team has to do that to get into the playoffs. Have you seen a, like a week go more perfect for the Rams? Like for any team? Like, I mean, I just felt like everyone they needed to lose. You talk about how about Jake Browning getting the win on, uh, you know, against the Vikings, his yeah. former team that cut him against the guy he, that he they cut him it. for. Yeah. He talked in about overtime. It. That was excellent. You know, excellent. but like who would have thought, I mean, with yeah. no Jamar chase and T Higgins turning into an alien. I mean, that was just that. <laughs> The arm thing, that was just yeah. crazy. And Saquon had a crazy catch against the Saints as well. We're going to talk about that. But, yeah, Jake, I want to talk about this. I think we – and I've said it before, the value of the backup quarterback. I think it's even more now. I think you think about Tommy DeVito. He got knocked out. Ty Tyrod Taylor had to run the helm. And essentially, I think at the end of the day, Jake, we're going to do the draft um, this next year. And number one quarterback, number two quarterback, number three quarterback better be decent. If not, going to be sad. Uh, the, the, the fans going to be sad. The team's going to be sad. And the front office is going to be sad because Tommy DeVito is running the Giants football team right now. Right. And so at the end of the day or Jake Browning, it's so at the end of the day, you need strong backups. And I won't say too much more on it, Jake, but I just want to put that little thing hey, in there. I'm, I'm with you. Like, luckily for the Rams, if God forbid, and by the way, perfect timing because, you know, the Saints game, the Rams are playing. The Saints are the ones that knocked out Stafford last year. Bryce Perkins and, came into that game. They ruled out John Wolford before the game. So it was Bryce Perkins as the backup and the defense is tough. I, I love Bryce, but that was not an easy matchup to just get thrown in there in the third quarter. Be like, Hey kid, you're down 10. Good luck. Like well, to be fair, Saints, uh, to be fair, Jake, I feel like quarterbacks should not be running against Saints defenses. I, I think that's number one. And number two, going to Tom Brady's point about, I think it was one of the Steelers players that got ejected quarterbacks when it comes to defenses have to be a lot smarter Tommy DeVito I think when he got hurt playing against the Saints I think he was waving Saquon to go block somebody you know he was pointing you know what you do in the backyard oh, yeah. and he didn't see the cornerback and got and got just you know destroyed hoping he's okay I know he got back into the game I just think that that's a takeaway don't run the football against the Saints if you're a quarterback specifically <laughs> yeah well I'll say this Rams got the Jake Browning win uh, you know, they, they get, of course, I, I mean, 
Bryce Young. I mean, the odds, you have to understand something. They won one game. We thought they were going to be better. They won one game up to this point. The odds of them getting that second win, that second win when the Rams need them to to take down the Falcons, Falcons might be done after that. I mean, you had Bryce Young, who everyone and their mother is calling a bust already, which is not fair in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, But you had Bryce Young go 95 yards down the field in like inclement weather and win the game. And it's like... You know, that was the type of luck. And then Baker Mayfield, he's the only quarterback in NFL history to have a perfect passer rating at Lambeau Field. Chris Godwin went off. I mean, hey, perfect storm, brother. Perfect storm. (laughs) We we talked about it. Got to be a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan this upcoming week. And right now, the Packers, after not long ago, we were thinking, oh, the Packers might be the sixth seed. Lock it in. Yeah. Now they've lost to the Giants. They've lost to the Bucks. They have they have eight losses. Their ceiling is nine and eight. The Rams ceiling is 10 seven. The Vikings yeah. ceiling is 10 seven, but they played the Lions twice. So, you know, before we get into all that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to give you the opportunity to let everyone know about underdog fantasy. fantasy. I appreciate that. Jay, you, you can start playing pick them or weekly fantasy for any sport today. Users will receive a hundred percent deposit match up to $100. If they use promo code, Believe in Rams at sign up. Start playing Pick'em in weekly fantasy football today with Underdog Fantasy. (laughs) Underdog Fantasy. And my voice is incredibly low right now because of the, well, you know, the flu game aspect of this. Little voice change. All good. No worries. Yeah, you know, just just throw it in. I should have thrown in like a Darth Vader voice changer or something like that. You know, that would have been hilarious. (laughs) I think the Rams are going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, that's Jake. We next might time, my that. guy. We might got to clip that, bro. That might have been the funniest thing you said. I think we're probably recording. <laughs> that's that's good, my brother. But we're talking about the Rams right now, so no worries. But that was funny, my guy. <laughs> hey, you know, or or you know, the Bane mask, you know, from yeah. uh, the Dark Knight Rises. Like, oh well, you know, the that voice, you know, <laughs> yeah, like that high, yeah, high pitch voice, yeah. Uh. Well, you know what else has a high-pitched voice? Actually, it doesn't. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs this season. Get the latest odds, lines, and match reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games, available to play right from your phone. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to sign up today. Get in on the action and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code BELIEVE. Bet online where the game starts. I can't Ooh. believe I read that without stuttering or anything. Yeah, I'm not feeling well. I can't stress that enough, but hey, we made it. It's Let's the talk game. about the, the Rams. Yeah. Let's talk about the Rams because I got to tell you something, Cam. Uh, I don't have a life. I know that's not a news flash thing. I don't. I'm constantly, you know, looking up stats, doing yeah. these projects. And oh, man, I just, just obs- obsessed with, with greatness is Rams greatness, bro. I, I feel you. <laughs> I love it. Well, first off, I'm going to start by saying this, and I don't care how crazy this sounds. The Rams can win the Super Bowl. Yeah. If they make it to the playoffs, Jake. Yeah. And yeah. If you make it to the I, dance, brother, you're, you're bound to, you know what I mean? Just win it all. <laughs> the four best teams. I'll do you one crazier. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. The four best teams in the NFL, the 49ers, the Ravens, the bills and the Rams. I think the Rams the, are the top Bills. four team right now. Wait, the Bills, though. Hold on. Why the Bills? The Bills are surging at the right time. And oh. remember I told you on another show, remember mm-hmm. I said, Ken Dorsey, like, 
oftentimes we, we talk about it. Coach gets fired at the beginning uh, in the middle of the season and he's considered the scapegoat, right? It's clearly mm-hmm. just a, it's, it's a ploy. Ken Dorsey was the issue in Buffalo. So when they got rid of him, now Joe Brady, who, by the way, was the offensive coordinator when Joe Burrow was at LSU, is now starting to turn it on. He was with Carolina last year, but he was working with Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield, who the coach coaches barely even trusted. And then he went to the Rams. So Joe Brady now has Josh Allen. He now knows how to use James Cook. He's got Stefan Diggs. And all of a sudden, this Bills team is surging at the right time. And I'll tell uh, you Billies. something. I'll tell you something, Cam. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I said it at all on our show because we started our show, I think, week four of last year. Something around yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I'll say this right now. Last year, my Super Bowl pick before the season, I had the Rams repeating and going to the Super Bowl against the Bills. I wouldn't be surprised if that's the Super Bowl this year. Okay, run it back because that was the first game of the year last year. Bills blew yep. the Rams out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that, Jake. I'll call I'll call this. Uh, I'm going to say something even wild. Not even wild. I'm just, that's what I've been saying all year. Uh, I, yeah. I like the Ravens. Um, I, I, I like the list that you gave. I'm just going to switch out them for the Dolphins. I just can't disrespect Tyreek Hill. He's, I mean, he's having quite the season this year. He, he is. The Bills, though, like you said, though, the Bills, can, you know, the Bills can flip that. I, from what we saw, Jake, in the past three years for the Bills, they're supposed to be in the Super Bowl. And so this year, just a little bit unfortunate. We just talked about some of the changes that were made, and now they're really good. So it sounds about right. So I'm, I'm excited, Jake. This this football season is exciting. Um, seeing the Seahawks beat the Eagles is just getting exciting. This is good ball, brother. This is good ball. <laughs> Except, and as a defensive player, you know this, why when James Bradbury is playing as poor as he is playing, why are you leaving him with no safety help over the top? <laughs> Matt Patricia, my guy, are you kidding me? Well, and yeah. I'll, I'll also say this, and to to keep it related to the Rams, can people start to finally give Sean McVay the credit he deserves? I mean, this guy has gone through Wade Phillips, he's gone through Brandon Staley, he's gone through. Well, now you know he has, of course, Raheem Morris, who might not he's be had, there next year because he'll be a head coach somewhere because he's that damn good. Hopefully, <laughs> he, like it. selfishly, I'd want him back, but I will root for the guy wherever he goes, and I hope he gets a head coaching job. And I think it's a joke if he doesn't. But the point is. Three defensive coordinators, okay? Then you have the offensive coordinators. And I mean, it's, you know, Matt LaFleur. It's Mike LaFleur. It's Kevin O'Connell. It's uh, the guy that went to Kentucky, whose name is totally escaping me. Packers head coach. If you got a whole bunch of head coaches that coach under Sean McVay. Yeah. So my point here is that What's the worst Sean McVay's done? Five and 12? Oh, and it took mm-hmm. like a historically awful season in terms of injuries for that to happen. They mm-hmm. were in every single game except for the Chargers game going into the fourth quarter. That team, that's his worst team. Mm-hmm. Look at how consistent he's been. Seven and yeah. seven right now. Has a chance of eight wins, you know, on Thursday night, which we're going to get more into. Uh, you know, wins nine games in his worst season up until the five and 12 season. Won a Super Bowl at 12 and five. Went 13 and three. Went 11 and five. It's been the like point, this, Jake, up and then down and then back up. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> exponential for it, sure. It just like for me, the reason I bring it up is because we're watching the Eagles and you got people now and I'm I'm going to call out Simone here. Mm. Simone came on our show. Okay. And Dang, saw, Jake, why you give why you give Simone the finger like that, Jake? Like, hey, <laughs> hey, Simone, Simone is uh is a real one, but yeah, she is. I saw I saw her te- uh, her tweet, and uh <laughs> it sounds like the Eagles fans are starting to turn on Jalen Hurts a little bit. 
And is, she this turn, is, is she turning on Jalen Hurts? And this is what Ooh. I'm going to say. Okay. I'm going to say coaching matters. And I'm going to say, look at how important coaching is. I mean, yeah. like I said, everyone takes for granted what Sean McVay does year in, year out, new faculty and everything. Mm-hmm. What the Eagles right now are showing you is that that's not the norm. Okay. You had people telling me Brian Johnson was going to be a better OC than Shane Steichen. Well, mm. that's proven not to be true. And oh, by the way, Shane <laughs> yeah. Steichen's eight and six with a Colts team that is starting a backup yeah. quarterback in Gardner yeah. Minshew. He's so, like, I'll, Shane's like, I'll get up with you, dog. <laughs> yeah. It's a chef in the kitchen, Jacob. We talked about it, though, right? You have to have the right chefs in the kitchen. Head chef has to be proper. And we talked about this with the Patriots specifically. Bill Belichick probably having to leave the Patriots at some point and craft having conversations say, hey, you're the t- you're the right guy to lead this team. You may not be the right guy to be the GM. You may not be the right guy to call defense and offensive plays, but you're the right guy to lead our organization. Full respect, Bill. Same thing with the Eagles is they're changing people around. Or oh, sorry, same thing for the Rams. Sean McVay is the right person for it. Last year we found out that, hey, offensive play calling, you might want to pass up the sticks, big dog, because you have a kid, you have life happening. I think same thing with just the just any other organization. The head chef has to be proper, and the, shoot, the sous chefs have to be proper for the proper meal. So I know I went on a little tangent there, Jake, talking about food because I'm kind of hungry. But at the end of the day, the Eagles aren't serving up the proper dish, and I don't, I don't know if they're going to make it uh, the Super Bowl this year, Jake. I don't know if they're going to be there. So we'll see. I know people go back and they point to, oh, well, the, the Super Bowl Rams didn't win a game in November. And no, oh, the Patriots, when they won the Super Bowl over the Rams, were bad in December. This, you know, I was one of those people. After last night, I'm not one of those people anymore. Mm. You literally demoted your defensive coordinator in week 15. Mm. That team's not winning a Super Bowl. Are you kidding me? Mm-mm. They're dysfunctional as all get out. <laughs> I mean, Jake, what about the Chiefs? Really quick, I, I know we're talking about the Eagles here. We're talking about Sean McVay. We're talking about the Rams. But I think about like the the teams that we, ex- we expect to be in the Super Bowl that have changed coaches. Just back to your point, how they're not performing like we thought they would perform. Yeah. I mean, think about the Chiefs, bro. I mean, what the heck? What, what are they doing? I mean, Kadarius Toney, uh, we talk about discipline. And I'm going to get this, get on this about our guy Kendricks as well. You know, for the Rams, he's, play, he's playing good football, Jake. I went to P- PFF. I saw his stats. He's playing good. I get that. I just don't think he's disciplined. Going back to Kadarius Toney, he's not disciplined. And I do think the, the Rams can't make it the Super Bowl. The Chiefs can't make it the Super Bowl. Those factors, the discipline factors, are going to be the reasons why they don't win it. Uh, Jake, you think about the Ravens and Rams games, right? You go back to the special teams unit. The reason why the Rams did not win that football t- football game is because the special team unit was not sharp. And Super Bowl teams are sharpened everywhere you go. All three phases, Jake, they, they're just sharp, sharp, sharp. And the teams I just listed, the Eagles, the Chiefs, and, you know, sometimes the Rams, Jake, we saw those coverage busts. It was unacceptable. And to win the Super Bowl, each team has to tighten it up, Jake. We're in December football. we got to tighten it up. <laughs> Yeah, and going into this game, which I'm going to go on record saying this is one of the most important games of Sean McVay's entire head coaching career. Um, I understand that sounds crazy, uh, but if you really right, think about it... Bowl? Second to the Super Bowl game? Oh, I wouldn't say like it's second, but it's oh, one okay. of the biggest, I would say. Okay. Biggest yeah, regular season, team. absolutely one of the biggest. Regular season, okay, I like that. And I just, I look at this game and I'm like, this is this is it. I mean, if the Rams lose this game, I don't see a way they get in the playoffs. I I just don't. That part, Jake, that part, because it's the back end of the season. Jake, you said where everything's going nicely. It's not how we start. It's how we finish. And we have 
like you said, Jake, it's really important. We have to finish strong because if, like you said, if they don't win this game, we're in the same position as last year. <laughs> we're yeah. in the same position. So 20, uh, the, you know, they're 26th in the league. The saints are in run defense. Kyron Williams just had another 150 yard game. Like it wasn't any big deal. Two um, fumbles though. Two fumbles though. I want to did. call it. I'm going to give him a, a pass and here's why. I think it was one of those games and you could tell me if I'm wrong, but I think it's one of those games where everyone's playing loose. No, wrong. I, I don't know. Wrong. I, I know, Sorry. I know it sounds crazy, but I, I saw it. I think everyone was playing loose against the commanders. There was a lack of respect. I noticed. And <laughs> that uh, part. Yeah. yeah that I, part. I think that's what it was. I think, yeah, here's how I would say it. It was a mental it, thing. It wasn't it, like skill. It was more of a mental he's, thing. Yeah, he's yeah. not sitting there like, oh, I'm just going to carry it out. Like, no. But I think, first off, Kyron at the end of the game when they're interviewing him, he, oh, how do you feel about this win? 150 yards. And he's like, I got to be better. I got I can't fumble the ball twice. He immediately put it on himself. But what I'm saying is that it kind of goes back to what Sean McVay was saying on his head coaching, uh, you know, his, his uh, McVay show, is that, you know, when Kyron reaches the ball on third down, you know, it scores the touchdown. Remember, scores the touchdown and that uh, the lady official like just said that it was like a fumble or whatever. And just I, I remember it distinctively. I'm not calling out because she was a lady, but you know what I mean? Like distinctively, I don't remember what game it was. I think it was Arizona maybe. But uh, Sean McVay said, yeah, but unless it's fourth down, I'd, I'm not risking the touchback there, you know? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's kind of like that where if that's the Ravens game, he's not fumbling. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I feel like the, yeah, like that, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying like Kyron goes in like, yeah, I could just be careless as all get out. Like, no, I don't think that was the deal. No, he got, no, Jake, he got comfortable. My man, he's he's, very comfortable outside of Christian McCaffrey, Jake, you can, I mean, we probably can argue that he's one of the better running backs in the NFL right now. I mean, I'm too. Alvin Kamara is always on my list, Jake. I mean, I know he's not doing as well. When Alvin Kamara is going, Christian McCaffrey, those are the top two. Uh, Derrick Henry as well. Those are the top three running backs in the NFL, right? I think Kyron is playing at that top two running back level. And I mentally, he he's a rookie. He's a rookie. He's a rookie. Yeah. So man, I saw this, Jake. Two fumbles versus the commanders is unacceptable. Great running backs bury teams like that, if that makes sense, right? Like Todd Gurley, I was thinking about Todd. Todd would bury the commanders. Like, there's no fumbles. It's like, damn, Todd, like, you do that again. And Kyron's a rookie, to be fair. Like I said again, that is unacceptable, Jake. And going back to my point about the Super Bowl, the Rams will not win the Super Bowl if that mindset continues. Because, like you oh, said, yeah. the Ravens, that the it's like it's like you let little things slip, you know, here, like, as you go. And that that is unacceptable for a championship team. Um, Going back to the Kendricks part, uh, part Darion Kendricks from the defensive side, you know, he's gotten better with his flags and everything like that. But Terry McLaurin was killing him, bro. Like, you know, come on. Like, come on. And the, the Kadarius Tony, going back to his piece, he's lost the game for the Chiefs about two times. And so what I'm getting at, Jake, is as a professional football player, this is coming from the athlete's perspective, perspective mm-hmm. as a professional football player, everything has to be buttoned up. It has to be you can't let up on your enemy type of thing where it's like, oh, like, I'm going to kind of let them breathe. It's like, no, like, done, like, Take them out, and 
I think the Rams don't really have that mindset. Jake, what, what game? Oh, it was the Ravens game, Jake. The Rams were crushing them. And it was the Rams ran that we ran the ball seven times, Jake, that, that second series. And we could have scored. We went to the pass game. We don't have that killer mindset, Jake. If we were if if the Rams were had a killer mindset, Jake, we would have ran that ball in there. It's like, you know what, Ravens, you're done at halftime. <laughs> we're, 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 we're cutting you out at halftime. And I think for the Rams to get to the Super Bowl, I think we need to get that mindset. I think, and it starts with Kyron Williams. And Kyron Williams can't have those two fumble football games because, I mean, you don't see Puka Nakua doing, you don't see Puka Nakua like, oh, you know what? I don't want to be the best wide receiver in the league. Well, like, you know. <laughs> well you, you see Puka Nakua dropping a lot of passes. That's uh, okay. uh, to be fair. That's but, different, though, than fumbling, Jake. That's, that's, no, that's true. totally different than fumbling in football. That's true, but I mean, he's had some crucial ones. Then he's also had some crazy catches. It's like he drops the easy one, and then he makes one that like has he has no yeah, business making. Yeah. Uh, good news for the Rams fans who are trying to. I, I mean, I feel like people are trying to make this a, a tougher game than it is. I'm not trying to rule out the Saints. I'm not going to go on here like Colin Coward is on his show saying the Rams are going to beat him like a drum. Uh, that's not me. I have 24-13. That's how I have the Rams beating the Saints. So I think it will be kind of one of those ugly games where Sean McVay decides, you know what? I'm just going to let Kyron Williams kind of dictate this game. I'm going to take control of this game. Time of possession is key. This is a short week. I'm not trying to put Matthew Stafford in jeopardy because the offensive line is going to be a little bit more exhausted. And what I will say is going back and looking at the numbers, I did a lot of digging. Over the last decade, home teams playing on Thursdays are 105 and 85. Uh, this year, home teams are 10 and 7 on Thursdays. But Cam, this is where the fun starts because dating back to 1980, home mm. teams playing on Thursdays in December are 40 and 25 all time. Sean McVay is 5 and 2 in Thursday games. His only two losses being against the Bills at home. He's 3 and 1 at home, by the way. Um, the Bills at home, and then he lost a 30 to 29 game against Seattle that I didn't even want to talk about. I think you might have been on that team. Um, I, I don't remember for sure exactly what year that was, but uh, Zerline pushed it just off to the side, and it was just. Uh, uh, I want to talk about special Rams, special teams in a minute, too, here, uh, buddy. <laughs> well, Haversick's got to make his kicks especially in a 24-13 game like I'm talking about, he has to be able, he has to go back, do whatever he did in Baltimore, whatever voodoo thing he did, whatever ritual, get back yeah. on that because yeah. he's got to be that the rest of the Which, way. And Jake too, right? Like those missed kicks, it's like letting go of the rope almost. Like Kyron kind of, you know, oh, we got the commanders, like let go of the rope. And you see it picking up in other places on the field. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> and I go back to that Ravens game, Jake. I mean, these guys, First of all, the ball is punted in the middle of the field. I mean, you're going up against a backup uh, punt returner. So I get it like, oh, backup punt returner. He's not going to really do anything with it. Well, you punt the ball in the middle of the field, and then the folks don't tackle. You get out, you know, they outflank the Rams, the breaking tackles. It That stuff carries over. Jake, that that Ravens loss, that stuff carried over to this, this, commander's, this commander's win, thankfully. But just getting beat up. Sometimes you have to recover from getting beat up and say to your mind, hey, Next game, I gotta come. I gotta come in sharper. And I, I, this yeah. this Commanders win. It was a good. It was a great win. Fantastic win. It wasn't that sharp win. It wasn't that Super Bowl Rams win. So fabulous, fantastic win, Jake. We're in a great position. McVay oh, wasn't like, happy yeah. though. I'm not happy, Jake. I'm. I mean, I, you can hear my voice like that. That was unacceptable. The to be honest, bro. Uh, the blown coverages, the fact that the, the Washington football team came back towards the end of the game, like the missed field goal kicks. It was funny. I was watching the game, Jake. You know, my wife was watching the game, too. 
And I was like, oh, they missed this field goal? They're still in this game. Like, the Rams yeah. could possibly lose it. And it, it was unacceptable. It was an unacceptable win, to be honest. And so we, we got to tighten up if we want to win the playoffs, Jake. That We got to be hard on ourselves. That's me being hard on us. Like, hey, we got to do better because Terry McLaurin was going off. He had two big explosive plays on our guy Kendricks. There was a busted coverage. Like, that's not good football. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, you kind of take it with a grain of salt as well because Donald's out. Akello's out. I think the game, Sean McVay wanted to go in there, get a healthy lead and take his guys out. So they're ready for Thursday. They looked ahead. It's okay to admit that anybody trying to defend this team. I mean, I'm not saying they didn't look at the commanders at all. They definitely played the team that was on the field, but Sean McVay taking out a here and Aaron Donald here when they're up. Akello's that guy, Jake. Jake. Akello's that guy, and I keep saying, I know oh, sometimes so on the show, you're like, Akello, let me tell you his numbers. And I'm like, okay, you know, but just keep looking back at it. I'm like, Akello's the guy, man. He's a guy, and John Johnson stepping up. I know they had that bust, busted coverage, you know, with a Quentin Lake or whatever. Uh, John Johnson Lake's playing well. He's playing, yeah, they're playing yeah. well. Like you said, there's some mishaps, there's some miscommunications. My thing is, we're getting to the playoffs, Jake. We want to make the playoffs. So we got, if the Rams players are listening, we, we got to tighten it up, bro. We got to tighten I, it up. I do agree. Um, I think the Saints team is playing better football as of late. Uh, to if, be if fair, Chris Olave's, if Chris Olave's back, it's gonna be it's gonna be some problems. <laughs> hey, yeah. Darion Kendrick, tighten up. If Chris Olave gets back from that ankle injury, hey, they're they're gonna throw the deep ball, bro. Like Jake, uh, we've been watching all these games. I know Darion Kendrick; he's one of the better cover corners. The receivers that he goes up against, they have a hundred yards a game, bro. So just know if Chris Olave's back. They're going at number one, uh, bomb, number nine route at number one every time for a touchdown. Uh, well, you know that's what I'm calling. <laughs> you know what's funny? Uh, the yeah. last six games, Akello Witherspoon is the most, uh, he's the 10th, he's in the top 10 most targeted corners, and he's got a crazy catch percentage. Like, I mean, he's, he's number one in the league. He's a beast. He's you a know? beast, bro. So I, I don't think people realize that, but I mean, that's just the fascinating thing. How about Matthew Stafford, by the way, the, the way he's playing yeah. right now? Um, there's nobody like him right now in the league. I mean, just what he's doing. Um, you talk about, it, I mean, I think the thing with Matthew Stafford that kind of goes unnoticed and unappreciated is how well he is at getting out of harm's way. So you could talk about, Oh, he's barely gotten sacked. Like he's gotten sacked. I think the fewest since the buy of any quarterback, mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that it's been a perfect pocket. You know, that's, that's a, not a what that perfect, means. A perfect pocket. <laughs> that's not what that means. Uh, so I'm going to defend Stafford there, but holy hell, Cam. Uh, Matthew Stafford leading the, the league in uh, passing touchdowns since the bye. Um, he's just been incredible. He's, you did say he's Jake. He's the one of the top top five quarterbacks in the league. You've been saying that for a while. He and, is, man. And when, you, when you've been saying it, Jake, they haven't been winning. So when... I don't say winning, but people, when people see it, you know, you put it on Twitter, people are like, oh, whatever. And then now it's like, bro, I've been telling you, and you're right, Jake. And to be fair, he has two Hall of Fame wide receivers, and hopefully Tyler Higby, a Hall of Fame tight end um, on the side as well. So, yeah, he's crushing it, bro. I mean, and I think the, the thing about Matthew Stafford is that, and I said this, I told you this. I said, look at the rushing touchdowns. This guy has like nine passing touchdowns when I'm talking about this. And I'm like, everyone keeps saying, oh, he's got nine pass touchdowns and eight interceptions. He's having a bad year. No, because when he gets in the red zone, they run the ball. Now, I wish they would run the ball a little bit more, but the he's Ravens, had 21 yeah. passing touchdowns now and still has only nine picks. I mean, 
I'm going to say this right now. Okay. By definition of the MVP award and who's most valuable to their team. We saw without Matthew Stafford, this Rams team was abysmal. I mean, the yeah. defense was great. They absolutely deserved to win against the Packers. But I mean, Brett, Brett Rippon shouldn't have even been on the field. But the point is, I, I mean, Matthew Stafford has been unbelievable for this team this year. And I, I mean, Dak Prescott, I think as well as he's played, you're not getting the MVP if you get blown out. Um, Brock Purdy has three straight games where as soon as some of his guys were out of the game, he was just like not the same quarterback. He has a game week two against the Rams. The first game that really put it out on the map, like, oh, you can really defend Brock Purdy here, you know? Yeah. And like, that's the thing with, and I know his stats are great and I've been defending him. I don't think he's just some like game manager. I, I disagreed with Cam. I, I actually really, not you Cam, but Cam knew. Oh, um, okay. I, I really, um, I, I really do feel like he gets unfairly hated on, but mm-hmm. if Brock Purdy is the, the MVP favorite and Christian McCaffrey's number two right now, how does that work? You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, Matthew Stafford, like without him, the Rams are nothing. What would Sam Darnold do? I mean, we've already seen what Garoppolo does in that system. What would Sam Darnold do? You know what I mean? Like maybe Kyle Shanahan, and that's another thing because the 49er fans will say, well, if he's as great as you're saying, then he should win coach of the year. But if he wins coach of the year, then why is Brock Purdy the MVP? See, uh, you can't well, have it both ways. You know what I'm I saying? Mean, hey, when you win football games, Jake, that the clip that the 49ers win in, to be fair, they should win all the awards. I mean, they've been uh, winning, I'm, Jake, for the past couple of years. Christian, especially Christian McCaffrey. I mean, the guy is – he's throwing touchdowns. He's running touchdowns. Like, come on. He's balling out. Um, and the 49ers, they get what they're – they deserve what's coming to their way. I, I know we got Matthew Stafford. He's balling out. The 49ers and Jake, if they get the awards, give them the damn awards because those boys are balling. Oh, no, so, no. I, yeah. I, I hear you. Um, yeah. And I don't think Stafford necessarily deserves the MVP. I don't think the statistical output's there, but it oh, kind of okay, goes back it. to my point. I don't think any quarterback really deserves MVP this year. Yeah. I know it's a quarterback award, clearly, because Cooper Cup didn't win after getting the Triple Crown, which is why I don't think Tyreek Hill deserves it. How does Tyreek oh. Hill deserve it if Cooper Cup won the Triple Crown and he didn't get it? Oh, and, yeah, and, and Tyree yeah. Kill gets it. And now we all want to act like Tua Tagovailoa isn't a good quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah, oh, yeah. by the way, that Dolphins team without Tyree Kill won 30 to nothing against one of the toughest defenses in football. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, like, the way I see it is, like, uh, there's not really a quarterback taking over. You know what I'm saying? Mm, got so, it, got it. But, but uh, focusing on, on the Saints game, I gave my prediction. What, what are well, your thoughts on this game, man? You said 24-13? You said 24-13. 24-13, I think for this game, I think the Rams are going to run the ball, uh, <laughs> which they should. Um, I think when it comes to the score, I'm going to say 24-21 Rams because we got our special teams in order, Jake. Last week, the special teams weren't, weren't in order, and I think it's going to be we'll a close see. game. It's <laughs> – <laughs> oh, I'm, as I say, it is hopeism. We got our special teams in order. <laughs> hopeism. Uh, and the reason why I think it's going to be a close game is because the special teams hasn't been great lately. Um, so, yeah, I think it's going to be a close game. If Chris Olave is back, that's why I'm saying it's going to be a closer game um, than not. And then also, too, I think with Alvin Kamara, his his running ability, 
is great. I think his numbers haven't been great, and I think he needs a game to make sure that his numbers are solid. And I think this could be a game for him, depending on how the Rams defend. Now, Ernest Jones, Jake, he's now I have in my notes, Jake. You mentioned the way he's been blitzing. He's a lethal blitzer now. Like if they call a blitz with Ernest Jones, it's going to be a sack of disruption. It's like one of those, like a guaranteed type of thing. Like Steph Curry, shoot your three-pointer. 50% is going to go in. Same thing with Ernest Jones. Like if you blitz him, I think at this point, he's that good now where he's going to cause some damage. And so I think it's going to be a really close game. Um, but yeah, I, I got the I got the Rams and Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill balls out. I, I got to think about this, Jake. I'm thinking about some of the game breakers on their team. Really quick, Jake. Jimmy Graham, he's been sco- he scored a touchdown every past three games. Alvin Kamara, I'd be she, shocked she, if he doesn't score a touchdown this one. <laughs> this, yeah, in, in that part. So we talk about game breakers. We got to stop him. Um, our guy Rose uh, Roseboom, he had a nice uh, tip pass with John Johnson. Got an interception last game. We're gonna need more of that effort here because Jimmy Graham is gonna be very very active. I think in the red zone. And then um, you think about their defensive side, Jake, you got Demario Davis, Tyron Matthew, um, uh, Paulson Adebo for Lattimore because Lattimore is out and Elante Taylor, Kim Jordan. So they got some boys. So it's going to be a tight game, I think, Jake. And hopefully we can see Puka Nakua, my man, just turn up this game. I know he's folks have, they have their eye on him. We're double teaming them, keeping their eye on him. But Puka Nakua and then Brian, Jake, really quick, I know I'm going to pass the mic to you. Our guy, Brian Robinson, though, um, tomorrow, sorry, our guy Robinson, the way he's been, Demarcus Robinson, sorry, not Brian Robinson, Demarcus Robinson, the way he's been playing to two at well, like this, does, does Demarcus take the starting role now because he's scoring every game, he's making the big plays every game. So, I, I don't know what you think about that, but that's someone I really want to give the game ball to and highlight. And I think he's going to be our game breaker, he's going to be the reason why we win this game. Demarcus Robinson finding his way in the end zone. Yeah, four straight touchdowns. That'd be he's like up there for the lead. Then I mean, I, right? I mean, that's crazy. But yeah, yeah. but yeah, I I think they like that bigger body. Uh, but I think they also like to kind of you know put two two in there and, and stretch the field. It's yeah. gonna be uh, fascinating. Why not use all four of them on the field at the same time? You know. But yeah. um, yeah, I think the thing that isn't really going on record with people and they're not realizing is what the Rams are doing. Putting up twenty eight last week. Putting up thirty one the week before. The majority of that Ravens game is without Rob Havenstein and Tutu Atwell. The 28 was without Rob Havenstein and Tutu Atwell entirely. I mean, this team is finding its stride. And like, even when Joe Nopum clearly isn't anywhere near as good as Rob Havenstein, like just the fact that they were able to do what they did and Stafford's doing what he's doing. And I mean, some of the throws he's making and you got Kyron running the way he is. And oh, by the way, Cooper Cup's back, you know, two straight hundred yard games. I, I feel I feel really good about this game. Um, 24 to 13 is more of a conservative approach. I'm going to be honest with you. If the Rams blow out the saints and they do, you know, bang them like a drum, I think is what, uh, Colin Coward beat them like a drum is what Colin Coward said. Uh, I won't be surprised cam. I I won't. Um, but I'm going to stick the conservative approach and go with 24 to 13. Um, I I think it just, it it makes sense. I, I think, you know, you get this done and Oh, by the way, this team right now, four and one off the bye, they can get to five and one. Most importantly, after this game, as long as you secure the W, not only will I be in attendance for the Giants game, but most important thing, the mini buy, man, to get a mini buy. I don't have to tell you as a former player to get another break to go into week 17. I mean, that's crazy, man. Need need all that. And you got the 49ers at the end of the season, Jake. So like you said, we need both of these doves. Need all that mini buy. Need all that rest. 
for the for the 49ers because the 49ers are sitting pretty and like you talked about with Kyron Williams kind of letting up the 49ers think that the Rams they just beat up on the Rams and so they might let up as well right they might be like oh you know what it's all good next thing you know Kello interception John Johnson interception right and then just the ball keeps rolling so I'm praying that the 49ers at the end of the season take us lightly so we can find our way in the playoffs hey I, I think they're gonna get in the playoffs um real quick for those of you who are just praying that it happens and are concerned. I'm not really that concerned, but I wanted to bring up the, um, I have it right here. Okay. First scenario for the Rams to clinch the playoffs before week 18. Okay. First scenario, two wins, Saints, Giants, boom. Lions win over the Vikings this weekend and the Seahawks lose either the Titans or the Steelers game. Now, before anybody says they're not losing the Titans game, you have actually yeah. defended Ryan Tannehill. It sounds like he could play this week. I don't know if he's going to. They might go with the you know Malik Willis kid. But I, I knew it. I knew Malik Willis was going to be starting at some point this year. But <laughs> I, I mean, it's so unfortunate. You know, Levis Sad. is playing well, and then he gets his uh, you know high ankle sprain. Of course, the Seahawks getting lucky there. And then uh, that last game, um, week 17 against the Steelers, don't count the Steelers out. They're still fighting for a playoff spot. I mean, it sounds crazy, you know, but this team took care of business earlier in the season. They won seven games. That's why they're in this position right now. If they beat the Bengals this weekend, they are eight and seven. That game now becomes make or break. And you could have Kenny Pickett by then. I don't know if you will, but if they could somehow hang it on with Mason Rudolph and then they get Kenny Pickett the following week, that's not a guarantee for Seattle. But then the second scenario is a little bit, a little bit crazier, uh, more like week 15 crazy, which you don't just get very often. Mm-hmm. Two wins against the Saints and Giants. Lions beat the Vikings. The Panthers beat the Packers. And then week 17, the Packers yeah, beat the Vikings. Okay. Yeah. Crazy. So <laughs> I mean, first scenario. I like first scenario. I, I will say this though, if if Bryce Young wants to pull another fast one and, and yeah. beat a team that is expected to win by more than a touchdown, yeah, I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, and I yeah I agree, and I think that, <laughs> that's the second scenario. I think the first scenario, Will Levis, he's coming along, Jake. I think really impressive to see because at first we were like, Mayo boy, what? And then he beat, you know, he's beating teams. He's now doing he's it. out. He did a great job, and he's out now. Yeah, and so uh, I'm hoping that he finds and Jake too. Think about this. Think about teams tanking for for quarterbacks in the first round. Well, you got a whole bunch of first round quarterbacks, even second round quarterbacks that are hurt now, right? Think about the Colts. You think about Will Levis, and so I don't think for teams or fan bases tank for the next quarterback. That don't matter, my guy or gal, because <laughs> the backup quarterbacks are running these teams now, and so we got to be really thoughtful about that. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see what ends up happening. I think the first scenario is real to just assume the Seahawks who beat a reeling Eagles team that's five and four in the last nine games to just assume they run the table is is a little ridiculous in my opinion, but maybe they do. Um, Regardless, the Rams have to take care of business. They, they control their own destiny. There's really no excuse. Very at the very least, there's no excuse to lose to the saints and the giants teams would kill to play the saints and the giants at seven and seven right now in the season. So you're lucky right now. I mean, it could be a lot tougher, um, and also the saints, like I mentioned, the saints have, are at a disadvantage yeah. short week and they have to travel. Yeah. So and Michael Thomas is not a, I mean, yeah, they, we should get on a, we should get on their tail. Uh, we, we say back in the day, Jake, uh, when I play, uh, we, we should get on their ass. So <laughs> yeah, I'm expecting the dub for the Rams for sure. <laughs> I am as well. Oh man. If they lose this one though, it's going to be a tough, be uh, 
Gonna my, be a yeah, tough... my hairline gonna go back a little bit more next week. So hey, Rams, yeah. come on now. <laughs> tough show next week. It'll be very similar to last year, uh, if that's mm-hmm. the case. So let's st- yeah. stay away from that. But hey, to be fair, last year, last time they played on Thursday night, Baker Mania happened. Was one of the f- most fun episodes we've ever recorded. Yeah. So uh, hopefully we have more fun like that. But that's gonna do it. I'm Jake Ellenbogen. He is Cameron Lynch. Thank you for uh, hanging out and uh, sticking with the flu game. I, I made it. We're well alive. Done, We're well. well Thank you. And uh, we'll see you guys soon. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.